0: friends, the summer is coming to an end and the church celebrates the feast of St. Matthew on the last day of summer. I love how Matthew himself relates the story of how he was selected to be one of the twelve. My friends, to have been an enemy of the people of Israel by collecting taxes as Matthew, Levi was. The Lord looks at our heart and our place in the kingdom of heaven and that can confound the world. Can you imagine being Peter and wondering, what is Jesus thinking? How can he select someone that is taking the money of the Israelites. If you've watched The Chosen, you find that made into a beautiful movie. The Lord passes by, says Matthew, and that's all it takes, a look. What did it take for you to be chosen? How did the Lord design your calling? Let us be that kind of attentive people that we are, with eyes and ears open, waiting for the Lord to pass by. In my trip to Yale, I found that young man that I told about yesterday that encountered a book, tattered book, of the imitation of Christ on a walk by the river. And that's how he signed up for the RCIA. How is the Lord passing by as he did for Matthew in your life or in the life of someone you are praying for? We are all praying and celebrating the return of the prodigals this year. Those in our life that have gone away from the Lord, and these examples that are happening for me in my daily walk, seeing how the Lord is encountering people like these young man that had a personal encounter with Christ through a book on a river, give me such great hope. The Lord is looking for us, finding us. In the feast of St. Matthew, We have a reading from Ephesians 4, and Paul is saying, I, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to live in a manner worthy of the call you have received. It is thought that Paul wrote that while he was imprisoned, and he sends word to the Ephesians, and he takes apart all the gifts that are available for us as disciples of Christ. He says, with all humility and gentleness and patience, bearing one another through love, striving to preserve the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace, one body and one spirit, as you were also called to the one hope of your call one lord one lord one faith one baptism one god and father of all who is over all and through all and in all i tell you as we were traveling the last couple of days our airfare not sure how it's been if you've traveled has been crazy our air travel we have had several flights canceled and somehow is the last leg almost as if it was orchestrated if you have a late flight you will be made to stay in some hotel so that these causes friction and for us it became a tiff I needed to be back in Houston for an important meeting my son needed to be back for his work and my my husband is saying And it's easy as we're waiting and entertaining each other's emotions that we can become irritable. So we were entering into the plane, all feeling out of sorts. It was 5 in the morning, 4 a.m. for uh, our Texas time, and we were just feeling That was not the way to begin the day. How to remain at peace in unity with humility and gentleness. When something as small as a delay on a plane that causes you to stay in a city, you don't have clean clothes, small difficulties compared to what people around the world are experiencing real difficulties. And that can mean that I walk into the plane feeling so out of sorts with my beloved family that there was a part of me that wanted to stay away. I didn't even want to sit next to my husband and I wasn't sitting next to him because they had given us some kind of a random assignment in our new flight. So as I was pondering, what does it mean to practice this unity of the spirit? I thought, this is not just theory. This is now coming to the person that was sitting next to my husband and saying, I have a similar seat, do you mind taking mine so I can sit next to him? The bond of unity happens in the small weavings of our life where we weave tiny moments that otherwise would become disunity. And it is not easy for us to do it there's so many times that I don't do it and I know that I choose not to do it because there's a sense of my own pride that gets in the way of what I think is my right what I think it's what I deserve and I just don't act with the Spirit that Paul is inviting us to use in our lives to preserve the unity of the Spirit he goes farther and says, some of you are going to be apostles and prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers, equipped all to attain the unity of faith the knowledge of, son of, of the Son of God, the mature personhood to the extent of the full stature of Christ. Each one is called to a particular field of work, friends, but we're all called to unity, and I know for myself, sometimes I will put my mission above unity. So today I'm being asked to consider that that is not what the Lord is asking us to do. He was asking this of the apostles. They had to put their feelings about Matthew aside to welcome him into the fold because they probably didn't like that he had been taking money from the Israelites, from their compatriots. This psalm, the Church chooses today's 19. Their message goes for goes out throughout all the earth. That little message that goes out, in that book tattered by the river, is also an example of the way that is going to happen for you. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament proclaims His handiwork. All around us, we're going to find that declaration. It is. Everywhere that we see, you are out in nature like I am today. The day pours out, the word today, and night tonight imparts knowledge. To spend 10 minutes, 15 minutes of silence, allowing that download of heavenly information into our lives, where we're not directing, where we're not talking, where we're just in silence, observing what is around us, the word that creation has for us, the message that our Heavenly Father has for us all around, that we will pay attention, that not a word, not a discourse whose voice is not heard through all the earth, their voice resounds, and to the ends of the the world, their message. When we utter the word of God, it will not return without fruit, friends. It will return in the way that it was intended so as we elevate our minds and our hearts to our heavenly father today we give you thanks father almighty that all the prodigals in our life are coming home and that we will preserve the unity of the spirit father that in our life we will be peacemakers we call forth the gentleness the humility the kindness that you have assigned for us we pick up the mantle father like matthew picked up the mantle we ask for his intercession That we may be bearers of the message to the ends of the earth like he was. And we ask this in the name of Jesus, Amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Nino, and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the inner room emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.